Today is the 24th of January 2018. It's Wednesday. So today is the third day of uh, practicing metta meditation in this metta meditation retreat. So now you have been practicing cultivating metta for three days and some of the meditators have understand very well the nature of metta and for some of the meditator um, metta has uh, arisen and has already um, been developed to a certain degree so in order to arouse and cultivate this quality of metta and in order to develop um, concentration based on the metta practice, we need to put in some effort, virya. Virya effort is something that it is ne- that is needed everywhere. Also in worldly matters, for example, in order to to gain money in connection with our work, we have to put in some virya, we have to put in some effort. Only then will we be able to uh, make our livelihood and then we can live happily. If we, like for example, there are countries that are highly developed, that um, have lots of material things, material progress, and in order to establish that the wealth <coughs> and material progress in these countries, there needed to be virya or effort. Only with effort, such uh, a state uh, wealth could be uh, achieved. 
And also, most of the people who are rich, who have a lot of material possessions, this is due to their virya, due to their effort. And um, in regard to poor people, people who are poor, um, as many of them are poor due to a lack of effort. That's why um, wealthy people are people um, with effort, virya, and people who are poor um, mostly lack in virya or effort. And also in the case of metta, when we cultivate metta, we need virya. We need put, to put forth some effort. Only if we put forth some effort in our practice of metta meditation, only then will our metta become stronger and deeper day by day. That's why we should uh, constantly um, practice, develop metta with a ဆင်စီယာဟာတ်မနက်ကယောဂီလီယာရှောက်တယ်ဒီဇီယာတော်ပြောဆိုလို့အဲ this morning in the interview, one yogi uh, asked Sayadaw uh, when developing metta, um, um, so can I say, may I be healthy, may I be happy, May I be free? So, um, to wish, may I be free? May I become liberated? That's possible. 
Because, like this wish, it's not uh, a long sentence, it's not consisting of many words. Or also, we could uh, wish, may I be free from danger, may I be free from danger. That's also possible. It's possible because this is a wish that all living beings have to be free from danger. So this also um, is included in the practice of metta meditation. So it has also um, one can also do it this way. ตาจีเนี่ยทักกะทักกะอเจญญ์ยุบปิปวาจาละเนี่ยกาจาเนาะสิเดมาโหเนเนลีโหยู้ตัวเลยตะบ่เนาะดิโลผิดล่ะเน
that is manifested by our actions of the body that we help with uh, a bodily action. And what we refer to as Vachikama Metta is this benevolent attitude for the welfare and happiness of others manifested in our speech, manifested by words. And what we refer to as Mano Kama Metta is the benevolent attitude of wishing others well and happiness manifested in our mind as so the kind of metta that you are practicing now is the mano kama metta. Noga metta walu sema metta diari nyalavi agon lavi suin kune nune de metta di. When the metta in the mind, the heart and the mind uh, becomes well established, when it becomes strong, then it will manifest as metta imbued physical actions and then it will also manifest as metta imbued speech. So, for example, if you walk on the forest path and then you could say the metta wishes, metta wish uh, aloud, saying, may all living beings be well, happy, and peaceful. May all living beings be well, happy, and peaceful. So then, at that moment, it becomes vachikama metta, metta uh, manifested in speech. Usually, we do not um, cultivate metta by saying these wishes aloud because then it becomes a disturbance for other meditators. But to say the words aloud, to say the metta wishes aloud is actually also a very way, a, gori, a very good way of cultivating metta. Sometimes when you cult 
cultivate metta by cultivating it in your mind, in your heart, silently. Sometimes uh, the, um, the mind goes out very much, a lot of thinking. Sometimes dosa, anger comes up. Sometimes you feel sleepy or have a dull mind. So at such a time, then one could uh, say the words uh, aloud, and then this amounts to vachi kama metta, metta manifested in speech. ဒီမယုံနဲ့မှာဆိုရင်တော့သိအကျယ်ကြီးလို့ကြီးတော့သိအသံကျယ်ကြီးတော့မယုံနဲ့ပေါ့ကူကူကျရုံလေးလောက်
for some animals. And when the hunter was in the forest, he spotted a deer. When the deer saw, noticed the hunter, uh, it started to run away, and the hunter ran after the deer. So in this way, the hunter was chasing the deer, and then after some time, it happened that the hunter fell into a chasm. So the chasm was quite deep, and although the hunter tried to climb up, uh, he could not climb up. And at that time, the monkey, the bodhisattva, was wandering around in the forest looking for food. And uh, he happened to come to that chasm. And there he saw that this hunter was down there in the chasm. The hunter was still trying to climb up, but um, then he fell down again and he tried very hard to climb up to get out, but then uh, he fell down again. And the monkey uh, was reflecting, thinking that if I don't uh, save this hunter, then this hunter will die down in this chasm. So the thought that to to save uh, the hunter to save his life, this um, is a meta mind. So then the monkey um, said to the hunter, Listen, hunter, I will um, save you from this chasm. I will take you out. And with that, 
the monkey got down into the chasm. ဒီချောက်ကိုငါခုံနိုင်ခုံပြီးတက်နိုင်တာမတက်နိုင်မှုလားဆိုတာကိုငါပရမဆန်းဟုတ်မယ်ဆိုပြီးဒီအလုံး
And the hunter said, yes, well, of course, you can do that, take some rest. And when the Bodhisattva, the monkey, <coughs> lay down, uh, within a very short time, he fell asleep. ไอ้เปียวตัวเนาะญอกมุซุกะซินตาเดเดงาดีนี่บาตะกอมมะเมียดีบูไอ้เปียวตัวลูกชิงงามาซาเดอะมิชิงามีดาซุเลซาเดอ
the monkey was looking down on the hunter and he thought <coughs> this uh, hunter uh, is quite a bad, a bad person um, although I saved his life he does not know any gratitude uh, towards me how dead Yes, um, evil-minded people, they uh, do not recognize uh, other people's gratitude. And such evil-minded people, they also uh, have no inclination to uh, express their gratitude towards others. They do not think of how to um, benefit others, but they rather uh, think of how they can harm others. So the monkey saved the hunter's life by uh, taking him out of the chasm. So the hunter uh, should be full of gratitude towards this monkey who saved uh, his life. But instead of having gratitude towards the monkey, this hunter uh, only thought um, of how he could uh, kill this monkey and then take the meat and eat it with his family. So um, there was uh, no gratitude at all towards the monkey. However, on the side of the monkey, his meta for the hunter uh, did not disappear. And the monkey was uh, further thinking, now this hunter is lost in the forest. He does not know the way out of this forest anymore. And if, he, if I do not show him the way out of this forest, then he will die here in this forest. And 
So the monkey, as his meta did not disappear uh, for the hunter, um, he then told the hunter, Hunter, uh, I will show you the way I will show you the way out of this forest. So please follow me, follow after me. I will uh, bring you to that uh, path that leads out of the forest. However, the monkey did not go down uh, on the ground, but he jumped from branch to branch. He jumped from tree to tree. Um, when the monkey uh, had reached the, the main path, when monkey the hunter arrived there, due to the akusala of the hunter, due to his uh, unwholesome karma, um, he died there uh, on that spot and uh, he was reborn in the lower realm, in the hell realm. So in this story of the Bodhisattva, uh, in his existence as a monkey, we see that uh, this monkey had a lot of metta. There was Kayakama metta, there was Vajikama metta, and there was also Manukama metta. So the monkey's um, plan, wish to save the hunter from the chasm or to take the hunter out of the chasm. So this thought, this wish, this is Manukama Metta. And then when the monkey told the hunter, uh, when he was down in the chasm, hunter, I will save you, I will save your life, I will take you out of the chasm, um, uh, please uh, come on my back, hold uh, yourself, climb on my back and hold yourself tightly. 
So with these words, uh, the monkey manifested his metta in speech. So this was Vachikama metta. And then when the monkey let the hunter climb on his back, took him out of the chasm, and when he uh, showed him the way out of the forest until they reached the main path, so this was metta manifested in physical action, which is kaya kama metta. So, also in the minds of animals, there is metta. So, also in animals, we can distinguish kaya kama metta, vachikama metta, and manokama metta. So, um, people um, should, um, should try to have an even, an even uh, bigger level or greater amount of metta. So, um, yes, even animals have metta. Today's metta she Sayato will now relate another story which illustrates that also animals have metta. So, um, some days ago, uh, on the internet, he saw something uh, which showed well, something uh, between a dog and a cat. So they played with each other, the cat. And while they were playing together, the cat fell into a hole. And then the dog went to that hole, looked down, and it was obvious that uh, he was distressed. The dog was distressed to see the cat down there in the hole. So the dog ran here and there, back to the hole, and here and there, back to the hole. So the dog 
So then the dog uh, wanted to do something and so it went to a tree and the dog managed to get a little branch <coughs> off the tree. And the cat, which had fallen into this hole, tried to get out, was trying to climb up, but then fell back again, tried again to climb up, but uh, fell back again. So the cat could not get out of this hole. And so then the dog, um, with the branch that it got, um, put the branch into the hole. And so with that branch going down into the hole, the cat was able to to hold on to this branch and get out of the hole. Um, not quite like that. <laughs> the, the cat was holding on to the branch and then the dog was pulling the branch out of the hole. And when the cat um, was almost out of the hole, but then it fell back again into the hole. And when the cat had fallen down again into the hole, the dog was looking, saw that, and it took the branch again, put it down into the hole. The cat uh, hold on, held on to the branch. The dog pulled it out again, and then the second time, uh, they were successful. So the cat got out of the hole. So when Sayadaw saw that, it occurred to him, well, yes, even animals have metta, so not to speak of human beings. So he liked it very much. He downloaded it, so now it's in his telephone. <laughs> if you want to see it, approach Sayadaw. <laughs> so he calls it the dog meta. <laughs> so Metta is something very lovely, something to really behold of. And in whatever beings 
mind and heart um, in whatever or in whatever being's mind and heart is metta it's really something very uh, precious very good so, metta is something that every hum, human being, every living being should uh, cultivate and develop. Uh, it's quality to be admired and so to ink the quality to be admired and so we should feel happy and pleased that we are engaging in cultivating metta so Sayadaw instructed you to cultivate metta for yourself and also to cultivate metta for a person you respect, a person you admire, or a benefactor. So, having practiced for these two kinds of persons, you should reflect, reflect um, for which person is it easier to cultivate the metta? Is it for yourself or is it for the benefactor? And then you should choose the person for whom it is easier to cultivate, cultivate metta, uh, to spend more time on the cultivation of metta. So, um, uh, meditators uh, have reported to Sayadaw, or some meditators have reported to Sayadaw that it is easier for them to cultivate metta for themselves. Other meditators report to Sayadaw that it is easier for them to cultivate metta for a respected person, for a benefactor. So people are different. It's not the same for everybody. So for more, for more yogis, it's easier to cultivate metta for a benefactor. So, 
if this is the case for you, then you can choose a second benefactor for cultivating metta. So there is not only one uh, person uh, that we respect or admire in our life. There are uh, several people that we that we respect, that we admire. We have surely several uh, people in our lives we call a benefactor. So now for the practice, you start with your first benefactor and cultivate metta for him or her for half an hour. And then after about half an hour, uh, you choose a second benefactor and then for the second half an hour, you cultivate metta for this second benefactor. So if you do one hour of uh, meditation, then for the first half hour, you cultivate metta for the first benefactor, and in the second half an hour, you cultivate metta for the second benefactor. And likewise, you do it in your walking meditation. And in the general activities, or when you walk around the forest path, then you should cultivate metta for all living beings. So, in this way, you should cultivate metta um, throughout the day, in all your waking hours. So, you cultivate metta while sitting, you cultivate cultivate metta while walking, and you cultivate metta in the general activities. So please try to continuously uh, cultivate loving kindness. And please be patient and please be perseverant. If you uh, continue with your practice patiently, if you practice sincerely, then gradually your, the metta 
this quality of metta will become distinct, it will arise, and then you are able to uh, strengthen it. So may all of you be able to cultivate metta in all your waking hours. May you be able to, expe- to experience the benefits of metta and may you experience well-being and happiness in both body and mind. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.